Good evening, y'all. And happy Lord's Day. Thank you. <clears throat> Guys, I just want to start first of all just by saying thank you. Um, this past weekend we had our awakening retreat. And uh, many of you brought some food over and uh, many of you have been praying for us. That's the great mission that we've been given by St. Thomas is the conversion of our students on campus. And it was super powerful. It was an incredible, incredible retreat. So thank you all so much for, uh, for your prayers and support. Guys, today, um, this is an exciting uh, gospel for me. I love talking about Jesus the Good Shepherd because it's a strange title that Jesus gives to himself, right? He's the Good Shepherd, and that's what he says. I'm the Good Shepherd. I lay down my life for my sheep. You ever wonder, like, what they must have thought at that moment? They're like, okay, you're, you're not a shepherd, Jesus. You're a carpenter. Like, what are you talking about? You're a good carpenter, but I never knew that you were a good shepherd. Like, Jesus has no, nowhere in Scripture does it ever say that he was a shepherd. But yet he'd tell, call himself, I'm the shepherd. That would be like me saying, I'm a good dog trainer. Right? And you look at me and go, no, Father, you're a short priest. You're not a good dog trainer. Right? Um, it doesn't make any sense. And so, <clears throat> as we look through this gospel, um, we see Jesus going over and over again, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own. My own know me. And I lay down my life for my sheep. It doesn't seem like that big of a deal. But look at the response of the people. The, the gospel stopped right before it. Verse 19. This is the response of the Jews that heard him. There was again division among the Jews because of these words. And many of them said, He has a demon and he's mad. Why listen to him? Kind of strange response, isn't it? Jesus says, I'm the good shepherd. And they go, He's got a demon in him. <laughs> what gives? That is the weirdest response ever, right? You didn't look at me if I came over to you and I said, hey, I'm a good dog trainer. And you didn't look at me and go, um, no, he's got a demon in him. You can't listen to it, right? It doesn't make any sense. And whenever we look at Scripture and we see moments like this where a response doesn't make sense as to what was said, it's always pointing forward or pointing backwards, rather, into the Old Testament. There's a reason why they got so mad. There's a reason why they looked at him and said, uh-uh, he can't say that. He's got to have a demon in him. And I would propose to you that there is a good reason for it. Right? Ezekiel chapter 34 is where we find our answer to this one. Verse 11. This is Ezekiel and he's prophesying. And he says, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I... I myself will search for my sheep, and I will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when some of his sheep have been scattered abroad, so will I seek out my sheep. Verse 15, I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. Ezekiel is prophesying of the day that will come of the Messiah, and the Messiah will come precisely as a shepherd of Israel. This is, this is why they get so mad, right? Is because what, in essence, what Jesus is claiming is a divine title. Who's the one that said he's going to be the shepherd? God. I myself will be a shepherd for my sheep. This is why they freak out, right? So is Jesus revealing to the people of Israel who he is if they have ears to hear, right? He's the good shepherd. Therefore, a claim to a divine title. And so let's look at the shepherd, right? What are some qualities of the shepherd that he's going to seek, speak about? Well, he seeks us out, right? 
He seeks and he searches us out. So those times in our lives where we get lost, we go astray, right? We don't follow the right path, right? Maybe that's in college or maybe that's a little later in life or wherever it is. We seem like we get lost in life and we go off a beaten path. What does the shepherd do? Good luck, bud. (laughs) Have fun. I'll see you when you come back. That's what he does, right? No. No, the shepherd seeks us out. He goes to us. He finds us. And he picks us up. And he carries us back, right? This is the the image of the good shepherd. We have all those beautiful images of Jesus holding the little lamb. That's so cute, right? That's the good shepherd. So the first thing, he doesn't leave us alone. He's not going to abandon us nor forsake us. He's going to continue to seek us out. That's good news. Another thing the shepherd does is he speaks. Going back to John chapter 10, verse 27 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Right? I love that. The shepherd speaks to us. We know his voice. That's that inner conscience inside of us that whenever we're going astray, it's like, no, this don't feel right inside of me. I know I'm not made for this. i got to get back in the confessional, right? That's that voice inside of us that will always lead us back to where we belong. That's the shepherd. That's his voice. And guys, it's not a loud voice. A shepherd speaks very softly. And when the Father speaks to us as the shepherd, he's not going to shout. I think sometimes you've got to be so close to him that he's going to whisper to us, come home, come back, right? So how does he speak? <clears throat> well, one is in our conscience, but the second, I've said it a million times and I'll say it again, it's in the Word. It's in the Word of God. This is where he speaks. And I know you're probably freaking out going, Catholics in the Bible, what are you talking about? No, this is where the God of Israel, the good shepherd, speaks to us. It's in his word. And so how does he speak? Well, I've showed you all this, I think, one other time. I have this little, this little brown diary. It's not a diary. That's for women. This is a journal. <laughs> Wee! Hey, right? But anyway... Um, but this one isn't like a normal journal for me. This is just one that, um, that I write down the Word of God in. So whenever the Word speaks to me, I'll come in here and I'll just jot it down, right? So I've got pages after pages of just Scripture passages. Why? Because the Word of God is important, and we should remember what He speaks. So I would suggest if you don't have a journal, I would get it. So here's a few things that I'm just going to pull out of the Scriptures that are in my little journal. This one comes from Isaiah chapter 41. This was God speaking to my heart one day. Um, Verse 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. I remember taking a deep breath whenever I read that one. It was was good words. Fear not, I'm with you, I'm your God, I'm going to uphold you with my victorious right hand. Like those are good words that the word that God speaks to us. Psalms chapter 37. I remember, I think this was whenever we were going through the building of the chapel and things weren't moving along as quickly as I would have liked them to move, right? And so this was what the Lord spoke to me in Psalm 37. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, two words in there that I struggle with, stillness and patience, right? 
not one of the virtues or two of the virtues that I would display most of the time. Um, but it's the Lord speaking. And I'm like, okay, God, I hear you loud and clear. Be still. Calm down, Mitch. And be patient. Right? That's the Lord, the good shepherd speaking. Another time, verse 34. I mean, chapter 34 of Psalms. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and He saves those who are crushed in spirit. Right? I mean, how many times have we been brokenhearted? You know, for whatever reason, right? Relationships or our life or whatever it might be. Many times we're brokenhearted, and I remember this. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted. That's good news. Because that's when we feel like, Lord, where are you? My heart is broken. It's in pieces. Right? It's crushed in spirit. Where are you? He's near to you. Right? He's near. That's what his word says. This is the voice of the shepherd speaking. And then, of course, there's the famous psalm that I think everybody knows, right? Psalm 23, which plugs right into the gospel today of the good shepherd, right? The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Near verdant pastures He gives me repose. Near restful waters He leads me. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. But this is the one that has spoken to me this week. Right? God's Word is active and alive. He wasn't just speaking to me in the past. He's speaking today. And all week this week, this is the psalm that God was speaking to me. For even though I walk through the valley of darkness, I fear no evil. For you are with me. With your rod and your staff, you give me courage. Like, I don't know where you've been at this week, but in my life, I've been in a very dark valley in life right now, walking through the dark valley. And what the Lord spoke to me, I was like, Lord, get me out of this dark valley. And the Lord spoke to me, look, right here, no, walk through the dark valley and don't fear evil, for I am with you, says the Lord. You see, sometimes God doesn't remove us from the dark valley, but most of the time, he wants to be right there in it with us, right in our darkness, in our dark valleys. He wants to be in it. And what is he going to do whenever he's in it with us? He's going to lead us with courage. Courageously, we go through those times, right? And I just think it's incredible to know that reality and that's where my heart felt peace. It was like, all right, Lord, it's okay that I'm in the dark valley right now because you're with me. And as long as you're with me, I can go anywhere. You can lead me anywhere you want to go. And, and that's what happens in life, right? Life is full of dark valleys and wonderful moments. So it doesn't matter really where you're at, right? The Lord is in it. If you're in a dark valley, the Lord's with you in it. If you're frolicking through the fields and singing the hills are alive with the sound of music, wonderful. God is with you in it, right? I think that's what we need to realize, is that the shepherd never leaves his flock. He never leaves us. Even whenever wolves come to try to attack us, he's right there to help defend us, right? And I just think we have to realize this over and over again. Look at what happens when someone is blind. Have you ever watched a blind person be led by another person? They don't just walk in front of them and say, okay, go straight, okay, um, take a left, okay, um, take a right. Like, like they don't lead them like that. How do they lead a blind person? They're super close to them. They hold them by the arms, 
They make them feel safe. They're right there with them. And that's the image that I had in my head with this good shepherd. As we walk in the valley of darkness, we fear no evil because why? He is with us. He's holding us right there. He's not going to let us stumble and fall. He's going to be with us. Why? With his rod and his staff, and he's going to give you courage, not fear. That's the kind of shepherd that we have. And it's in those moments that we've got to listen. We've got to draw so close to the shepherd that we hear him whisper to us. Right? He's not going to shout. Satan shouts. The good shepherd whispers. But you've got to follow close to him. Right? And so this is where we find ourselves today on this Good Shepherd Sunday. The reality that Jesus calls himself the good shepherd. And he wants to speak to us. And he wants us to lead him. My sheep hear me and they follow me, he says. Fear not. I am with you. I uphold you with my victorious right hand. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Right? These are the words of the good shepherd. Draw strength from them today. Right? And know that no matter where we are in life right now, the Good Shepherd never leaves. He is always with us to defend us and give us courage and to give us strength. Amen?